So there's doing the damn thing and then there's pretending to do the damn thing. <laughs> At the end of the day, listen, listen, listen. You're either doing the damn thing or not. Actually, let me change that. You're either doing the motherfucking damn thing or you're not. The question right now is, are you doing the damn thing and are you doing it consistently? I am stupidly excited about this conversation I'm about to have, not only because I absolutely adore our guest, but more importantly, because this is someone who I've had the luxury of being able to watch do the damn thing consistently now for years. And it's really neat when you when you just shut up and cut out all the excuses when you just cut all the bs out of what you say you're about to do when you say you're about to do it and not only do i know you have a lot to learn but i know for a fact someone who's listening to this is about to be schooled all right so I'm stupidly excited about this. Dun, da, da, da. I have the luxury of having this guest who I'm going to introduce to you right now. And what I want you to do is I'm going to beg you to take paper and pen and take notes because success leaves clues. And what's so real about success leaving clues is this truth, which is we can make excuses or we can just get it done. And I think most people like to make excuses, which is exactly why I wanted to bring Ana Gonzalez, dun, 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 who is also our community manager and one of my dearest friends and for sure in my top five as I consistently have watched her grow, but more importantly, her journey specifically over the last year and a half for every person who owns a business, for every person who is in the midst of just trying to figure life out. So there's been times in my life where I have owned a business. I've had an objective in front of me, but then it's like, oh my gosh, I got this life card. What the hell am I going to do now? And you ask questions, you start saying shit like, oh man, that was the first one. You'll be all right. You start saying things like, you know what? I don't know why God did this. I feel like I've been a good person. I feel like why was I chosen? And then either we backtrack or we don't stand to the occasion. And what we don't realize is that our inability to do the damn thing, even when we're handed a life card, totally affects not only ourselves and the people around us, but it affects like flipping everybody. So I'm excited about having this conversation with you because, you know, we talk about this all the time offline and I'm like, yes, we get to talk about this. So first I'm going to say uh, I want to welcome you. I'm super excited you're here. Well, thank you. Thank you. Hello. Thanks for having me on the podcast for the first. I mean, we hang out all the time. So this is actually recorded. So this is going to be interesting. Well, because it's recorded, you have to keep this G rated. <laughs> OK, um, this is not for. Let me just actually put this disclaimer. This is not for children. We can't rate the podcast. This is not triple X, but it's definitely on us here. So I just. So if you're, you know, if you're at church, this is not the place to listen to this podcast. No. If you are in your car with children, I want you to put this in the front if seat. If you're at home, you should have a drink in your hand. <laughs> you should have the door closed. <laughs> Um, but what's important here is I've been able to watch this picture unfold. So do me a favor. I want you to take us back to literally this time last year. Oh, last year. Uh, it was in August. August 20th actually was a life card got dealt to me. I found out I got the call that I've got uh, confirmed I had breast cancer, had breast cancer. I can say that now. So it was had breast cancer. Had. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, and uh, I'm uh, doing uh, I'm all uh, clear right now still. So that's great. But it and that card just it was it shifted things perspective it made a lot of where were you like what was your life like what were you what was that life like day in actually it was holding we were holding a freedom 52 
two meeting in Tucson and I got the call right before the meeting and I kept it quiet. Listen to this boss. Listen to what happened. And there were about 10 people for that meeting in that community. And I was going to do it anyways. We did. I went ahead with the meeting afterwards, gave everybody a hug when it was done and went to the hospital, the doctor right after and figured out what was the mapped out the journey, my treatment after that. So still got stuff done, still did what I needed to do for the community at that time. You know, I got I really want to highlight this. So I'm what I'm going to do is as she talks, I'm just going to highlight lesson number one, two, three, four and five, because I'm telling you right now, damn it. If you just take notes, life will change because this is such an important lesson. Lesson number one, you show up, period, regardless. So she's outside. She's about to walk into a meeting and it's an important meeting, but it's not the end of the world meeting. Right. right. The president is not there. The answer to life is not inside. But she made a commitment. And regardless of right. whether or not the commitment was a big commitment. It was the fact is that see how she plays the game. It was a commitment. She didn't cry about it at that moment. No, not at that moment. She sucked it up. She walked into this building, did exactly what she needed. And she was leading. So I want to make sure everyone understands this. She's leading the meeting. Right. She's not a participant, which means all eyes are going to be on her. Right. Like there's all eyes on you. And you've got to be clear headed. Yes. Because everybody was looking to me to lead the meeting, to do some training, share about business, share about what they're doing, finding their biggest challenges and work with them on their story. My story, I got a new page that at that right before. Mother Effie, you you got a new page. I got a new page. Right. We had a trilogy. It was like someone done asked for like a like a deal and you were like, wait, my store wasn't even up for sale. You know what I'm saying? Like right, that, that right. kind of stuff. I wasn't looking to add to the story. Not you, that way. No, no you weren't. No. Mm-mm. No, but the meeting went well. Everybody enjoyed themselves. And I think some of those people that were at the meeting, I know they didn't have any idea because I really didn't announce it until October to a bigger to the world. Just at that day, it was there's less than five people that knew that day. You know, as you say, there's less than five people who knew that day. I remember being one of them. Yep. And as I sit here and I think to myself emotionally and just about going back to that day, because what's true is that you taught me so many lessons during that time. Like you literally taught me crazy amount of lessons myself in my own journey. Because it's easy for me to go, oh, well, I've done the damn thing and I've accomplished this and I've accomplished it. And I have. And I'm very grateful for that. But I learned a whole set of new lessons just by watching you respond to a life card in the way you did. So afterwards, after being diagnosed, you were running a business at this time. Yes. And yes. your business was a physical, like physical in person, brick and mortar. Brick and mortar. 4,000 square feet, practitioners inside, wellness center. You know, so now I've become my own client in the center and I tap into the people that I've met over the years to ask questions about cancer because usually I'm the one telling people, you might go see the doctor about this. I mm-hmm. think you might have cancer. And so here I am. So it was it was a shock. It was fear. It was judging myself because how could I, of all people, get cancer you know we judge ourselves first and then you know for you though i know that was pretty sticky because you you were thinking i'm the health person right i get cancer all great now everybody gonna run their mouth every tom dick and harry gonna feel like they got a two-cent opinion yeah i felt like i was gonna lose my expertise absolutely you know and i did find it myself i discovered it myself and went to other practitioners to get some help so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So tell me this, because I know that there were days I'm here sitting here thinking about just the spirals of the spirals of days that happen afterwards. And fast forward, you almost it feels like immediately you, you have surgery, you have chemo, radiation. And, you know, I got to say, 
there's something to be said about showing up every day. I can't think of a day where I heard you go, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to sit this out. Mm-hmm. I can't attend even when here's what's real. So at the time, Anna was a client and for months they knew that I was taking everyone, all the clients to out of the country. Right. Or actually, they didn't know it was out of the country. They knew that we we're taking them somewhere. And it's a surprise. It's just how we do our do the damn thing travel. And in October is when you have we start. We started really started the treatment, the treatment, the treatment, which was the surgery, the chemo, the chemo, the type of chemo. Yeah, it was. So then is it like you had a chemo treatment like the week after Thanksgiving or the week the, of Thanksgiving? The, day, the day before Thanksgiving. Right. So she's not even two weeks out of chemo and she already has this thing scheduled, which is she's going on this vacation. She's going away on this retreat and everybody's like, no, don't go. Don't do it. You shouldn't go. It's blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yes, she should go. Absolutely, she should go because her heart has wanted to go for a long time. The opportunity is here, and damn it, she is alive now. Right. I had so many people pissed you off. You And they that? were just pissed. They were, they were like, just like, like, who the you hell do you think you are? I got the finger pointed at me. You right. shouldn't do that. Yeah. yeah. It was like forever. But she went and she I lived went. her best life in those Cuba streets. Yeah. Don't play. And you know, what was what's, <laughs> what's so important about this for me is that I remember that and I'll, I'll never, I don't think any of us, we had some of our other sisters there and clients. And, you know, I say sisters because we're all like family and I love them to pieces. And it was a moment when day one, day two, your hair started to fall. Right, right. Anna had this long hair and we're all together and we could slowly start seeing big chunks and strands on her shoulders and on the ground. And it was an emotional experience for us. But I think all of us learned uh, like a stupidly important lesson at that moment because everybody kind of looked around at each other and then themselves and in the mirror. And we were like, what the f-? whoa, I almost dropped that <laughs> oh, F-bomb yeah. right there. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry. Rewind. Um, What the flip are we complaining about? Anna's hair is falling. She is making new friends. Dancing in the streets. Dancing in the streets. Drinking rum. Morning, noon, and night. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> Living her mother effing best life with no apologies to nobody for no reason. And I'm not going to tell you. I can't tell you how she felt. I'm not going to try to tell you how she felt. But, you know, for me, like, even me just thinking about it, I'm like, you know, you started teaching me a lesson I don't think I had learned yet. It was a lesson about showing up in the midst of, but it was a brand new refreshed lesson about what does it really take to do the damn thing in life. Yeah. And it's showing up every day, even the days that you don't feel like it. Right. I remember even on the trip, I said, I'm not taking any, so any souvenirs back because I'm spending her, all the money on me. They I'm did. Not t- <laughs> they get <laughs> I remember that. And you looked at the square in the eyes and she looked at Sherelle. She's like, you got a question? You got a problem with that? She looked at Nora and she's like, go ahead, say something. And I was just like, do, 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 do. Yeah, I was, I was She said Spent all the blank. money on the rum and the cigars and the music and the you experience know, was all for me. Lesson number three. So lesson number two was show up even when you don't feel like it. Cut out the excuses. Lesson number three. It's easy to go on vacation and you want to serve other people. Like, oh, I'm going to bring back a souvenir for my kids. I'm going to bring them back for the sparky the dog who loves me i'm gonna i'm gonna bring something for my spouse i'm gonna do something for other people but damn it anna looked at a square in the face and she said i'm not spending a dime on anybody back (laughs) but she said it aggressively like she said it gangster she was there like 
I'm not spending no money on anybody. (laughs) She was like, I'm spending all the money on myself. Get another bottle of rum. She's like, that $8, (laughs) they don't need a magnet. I need a bottle bottle of rum. And I was like, I know that's right. You better live your mother effing best life in these streets. Like, we were like, okay. okay." Well, I mean, think about it. I worked hard. I had the center. Now I got this life card on me. And, and you're in the midst not, of chemo. I'm in the midst of chemo, not and knowing if it's going to be. in the midst of chemo, she decides to travel abroad. Right. Lesson number four, do you. Yes. It's so easy to listen to other people's insecurities, their fear about your life, their fear about what you are and are not doing. They're like, oh, you're going to get sick. Oh, this is going to happen. It's like, but damn it. What about the part of where she starts to live? This is a lifelong dream. Right. This experience. This, it's like something she's living. no she's one's here. ever in my family's ever done. So now I can say I've done it. You said, man, I'm going to tell you what. Lesson number four slash five is... Stop caring about what other people think. Stop listening to other people's ideas and thoughts about your life. And more importantly, if you're going to listen to somebody, if you're going to do it, listen to someone who lives or plays a bigger game than you do that you respect that embodies your values. You know, I don't know if I say this and I'm sure someone out there is going to hear and be upset, but I remember that those weeks in time, you talked to me after your surgery and you were like, well, you know, they're kind of like, mm, I don't I don't think I should go. They were like, mm, I don't think I should go. And and you love the people around you. And, and you were like, yeah, I'm considering and the doctors, the people doctors. who are licensed professionals who are yeah. awesome, who saved your life. <laughs> and you were like, mm, you shouldn't go anywhere. And then you were like, hey, what do you think, Tiffany? I was like, Babanos, you know, let's go. Are you out of your mind? You're alive. We're doing this. We're getting out of the country. We said we were going to go. We're going to go. We're going to have an amazing time. There is no better (laughs) medicine. Lesson number six. This might be lesson number six or six through 12 for some of you, depending on who you are. The lesson is simple. You have to live today. You got to stop living tomorrow. Stop waiting for tomorrow. And waiting and and thinking it's going to happen in the future. It's flipping not going to happen. It's now and It's now. now and today in the moment that you have. And at this moment, I'll tell you what, I'm not a licensed doctor. Let me put the disclaimer. I'm not a licensed professional. I cannot give anybody <laughs> medical advice. But damn it, I have lived. I have walked through fire and I'm here. And I look back and I think to myself, right. if you don't serve yourself and feed yourself the things that you need that make you glow, smile, run, fly and breathe deep, then you're missing out on the whole life game and you're living for everyone else other than yourself. You win and do the damn thing in life, right? By just living for yourself. No, I mean, the greatest opportunity is is yourself. You know, so I tell people, you are the greatest opportunity in your life, in your business, in your, you are the greatest opportunity. I was just thinking to myself about that morning. You have literally like 45% of your hair is gone. We wake up and I don't know where we're going that day. But it doesn't matter. We're looking at the eggs because a sweet woman was cooking for us. And you're, you're looking around and you looked at your coffee cup like, that coffee looks a little weak, but, but it'd look a lot better if we had rum. Someone bring me the rum bottle, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I know that's we right. We went through a couple bottles. I, I, a couple? Oh my gosh, we almost cleaned out Havana. Are you out of your mind? <laughs> I don't know, a couple of bottles. But, you know, it was a great lesson for me. And I don't speak for Sherelle and Nora, but I'm willing to bet that it was an amazing experience for them, too, just to watch another woman who we respect, who is responding to life and playing the game as it should be played. You laughed, giggled, and probably had more fun than the four of us. That's my bet. I'd bet $100. I well, bet I got that, family now. And 
you got family over there. You, you hustled us uncles, water, yeah. drinks, rides, pina coladas, probably extra scoops of rice. Like we had all types of benefits <laughs> just because you decided to be you and be awesome. But then more importantly, you came back, you dealt with your center, the finishing of your treatment, heading right. into radiation, mm-hmm. then making a decision to move to a new state to chase a whole nother part of living that you hadn't done yet to see the water and the beach. Kept making other people uncomfortable with my choices. This is the last lesson as we wrap this up because I think that's the most important. So she leaves Cuba, takes a deep breath, heads back to where she lives at the time, which is Arizona, buttons up her life. And I say buttons up. Can you give me like the two second breakdown of what that really means? Because there was so many layers involved. There were many layers. I uh, ended up finding places for everybody in the center, finding them a new place to practice, continue their practice, put the center. I closed it down, downsized it and basically told everybody I'm going to go be in California and follow my other passion, which is business and business strategies of working with other business owners to grow their businesses. And Another see the passion. water. And see the water and, and build fires on the beach. And, and yes. <laughs> and there's still some rum in there too. <laughs> So I love it. I love you. I love you back. I love you more. I, for sure, I ask you this question. If there was kind of like one, like one last for that person who's like, "Mm, I don't think, because the doing the damn thing is the person at any revenue level. Right. It's man or woman. Right. It is not a black or white thing. It is not a third world country, first Mm -hmm. world country. You know, now we've been in the U.S. and in other countries now together, coaching, loving, talking, and having live conversations with humans. Right. If there was one sentence, like one, like, listen, mother effer, listen. Listen to me. This message is for you. I have to say the biggest thing was I stopped doing it alone and, you know, reaching out and finding a group. This group that you built, the Do the Damn Thing Nation, has is what changed it for me. What helped me get to six figures and be willing to go flip, you know, let me play the cards instead of the cards playing me mm. in the business and in life. So, yes, Do not do it alone. There's too many people hiding and trying to do it themselves. You're just wasting time and money. Life is too short. Life is too short. And there's so much laughter to be had. Yes. That that is honest to God truth. You know, I want to echo that before we end that. Life changes when you stop doing things alone. That was Mm. actually one of my downfalls for sure, right? Getting to six figures and being read at six figures. I may have made money, but I was frustrated half the time, pissed off the rest of the time, feeling like you knew there was more. For sure. You knew there was more, but you just. I didn't know where where, to look, where. And then it started to feel like anxiety over it. And like it was just ugly. You're 100% right. right. Stop doing shit alone. That is it. Hands down. Man, let me just tell you, I am so excited that you took the time to tune in. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled that you're with us on this journey. I am rooting for you in more ways than 10. I promise you, you are capable of more. Tap into it. Stop being the victim. Be the victor. Let the life cards come. But you're ready because you're you. And that's the best person to be. Man, have I told you how glad I am that you're here? Like, real talk. Have I flippin' told you how glad I am that you are here? You have listened. This is the part of the show where I say, go follow us. Go find us. Go follow us. Go stalk us. But just make sure that we're connected. Head to dothedamnthing.tv, dothedamnthing.life, or just go hang out on tiffanylargy.com. If we are not friends on Facebook, if you have not liked our Instagram page, go do that because you're going to want to see what we're doing, how we're doing, and how we're doing the damn thing daily.